Watching a show about the magic of friendship And while doing so, discovering for themselves Friendship is truly magic Never fake or phony Not your average cronies They might be bronies They might be bronies They might be bronies They might be bronies If you're not offended, easily join Matt and Mikey Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of They Might Be Bronies. My name is Matt Rodolfi and with me as always is the inspiration for Adam Sandler's The Waterboy, Michael Lannon. How's it going, Michael? Oh, oh it's going it's going very well, Matthew. <laughs> it's so so well, Matthew. That was the most spot on Waterboy impression I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, 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 thank you. Oh, oh, th- th- thank you. Thank you. Did I take you off guard? I can't, came out, pulled that out of my ass. I don't know why. Adam Sandler on the brain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, that music's such a hype. It's just such a hype every time we just dance. I can't believe we're yeah. able to jerk each other to completion every time at the beginning of a show. It's uh <laughs> Yeah, no, that's why that's why it's, you're so excited every time. Sure. Like it's whenever a skill. whenever we finish and we do the intro, that's why we're always so excited. Like, hi, welcome to the show. It's we specifically aim away from the jars that we have here in the studio. Yeah, this isn't this isn't for Brony. <laughs> this is for us. This isn't the Brony jar. This is the Matt and Mikey jar. <laughs> No, this is the Brony theme song jar. Right. <laughs> this one's for Krista Mix. <laughs> this is a Krista Mix jar. <laughs> Krista makes a full jar, if you know what I mean. Oh, fuck. <laughs> wow. Oh, my dad and my, my family started listening to our other shows, and I really hope they don't come over to this. <laughs> I don't because you told me your dad listened to Fat Tango Presents, and there and he you said there's moments where he cringes at yeah. our humor. <laughs> I imagine yeah, I all of that humor is in this show. All the, the well, us coming off the cuff with the horrible shit <laughs> is on this show. Oh, so he knows that it's not just me doing it all. It's yeah, your right. You too. Right now, I get to use you guys as a scapegoat for my horrible humor <laughs> because we work together. When he goes, oh, sometimes I cringe. Well, you know, Dad. I mean, I work with a team. Yeah, uh, it's not always me that says all these. Th- and the reality is, as some of them, I write the script. Yeah, but like I'll give you like if you listen to Fat Tingle Presents, you listen to Ghost Hunters. There's a scene where the character jerk off on a door yeah without giving anything away hopefully except for the punchline (laughs) um (laughs) they'll forgive don't worry but you um but you wrote you wrote like shitting on the door and pissing on the door and i read it and i was like no he's got to come on the door (laughs) so you you rewrote that part and we added the coming on the door (laughs) but so much other stuff was you i don't know what you're talking about yeah (laughs) um yeah well welcome to another episode uh how you doing, dude? I'm good. Uh, Adam Sandler on the brain. Yeah. I just showed you everyone. I finally had a, yeah, well, just, I had a TikTok <laughs> video go. I don't know if it's viral. It's almost 100,000 views. You you have a TikTok that has, that's gained momentum. There you go. That's the word. I've, I've quadrupled my followers yeah. and all that stuff. And, and that's, that's fucking sick. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, I mean, it's, it's kind of frustrating, actually, because I've been hustling for a year on there, like coming up with content, like just like we're doing with the podcast, like little mm. scripted ideas and all this stuff. And it gets like 100 views and it just gets pissed away. Um, it's hard to find a demo because everything has to have broad appeal on TikTok. And then I posted this video about uh, these like meme paintings my grandpa had from the 70s. And I woke up this morning to like, 20 something thousand views. I was like, Oh, and yeah. So the one thing though, is even though it's about these paintings, every time I have a video that gets any kind of traction and this is though, just absolute worst case scenario. Cause it's getting major traction. Yeah. It's all I get is people telling me how I look like Adam Sandler mixed with blank. 
<laughs> you usually, every time. You usually do look like Adam Sandler mixed with Plank, though. Yeah. Because this time it was Adam Sandler mixed with uh, Kylo Ren. Well, Adam Driver. Adam Driver. I got another one of, uh, uh, oh, God, some like political commentator I've never heard of. Uh, I got Justin Long twice. That's it. Yeah, I kind of see it. Really? I kind of see it. Uh, maybe. I don't know. So another person said, I talk like Justin Long. I Maybe the pacing. I don't know. Very weird. It's, it's I don't, so I don't weird. hear it. And then the random person. And then there's the weirdos on there. The one that told me that said that I sound like Tom Hanks. The hell that's about. Yeah, I definitely don't hear that. <laughs> Come on, Buzz. Say, uh, <laughs> say ride like the wind, bullseye. Ride like the wind, bullseye. No, you got to do it in character. No. <laughs> ride like the wind, bullseye. Oh, yeah, I kind of hear it. Yeah, for no, real? No. no. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Wilson, <laughs> sound more like him. You ever, you ever, have you watched that movie, Castaway? Yes, of course. Um, do you remember at any point did you have a thought of like uh, he, he like really gets into it with Wilson? He becomes buddy, like relying on him, very emotional, really, because he's by himself, right? And you yeah, can relate. The only friend. Uh, when you're watching, was there any any point for you where you realize like like he, oh, he, he fucked fuck he volleyball. fucked the volleyball, right? <laughs> he had to have fucked the volleyball, right? That lo- that long okay. years by yourself like that. We've all been there like those big dry spells. You get horny enough, you'll stick your dick under a rock. Right, but you'll just put it on a hot rock to see what the hot rock feels like under your dick. I don't think he fucked the volleyball because there's no hole in the volleyball. You think he just like rubbed it all over its face? Yeah, you maybe. He, do you think it came on the volleyball? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe oh, I think that. Well said. <laughs> That's why he was so devastated. He lost his comrade. Uh, oh, <laughs> comrade and Com- a comrade. Comrade. <laughs> comrade. <laughs> oh, or come ball, if you will. Isn't this show about My Little Pony? Yeah. <laughs> and apparently just like a bunch of cum jokes. As many as we can muster. That's that's what we've become. It's, it's a sad, sad day. <laughs> and people still listen. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. Oh well, thanks for hanging out with us for all our dumb jokes. Yeah, no, um, I, I'm. If you're having fun, I'm glad you're having fun. Yeah, someone should. I I feel like I might want to say at this point, I don't just come anywhere. Like I'm not just like a fucking come machine. That's, okay, that's not all my life. Thanks. Is. Oh, that, we appreciate it. <laughs> and if I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I was listening to a podcast today uh, and it's live at like a, at a comedy club and then like this people at this table and they're like, fl- hosts are like flirting with them and like to all this thing. And at one point, they, cause they're a very dirty show. Yeah. At one point, one of the hosts just goes, man, I just want to go over there and just come right on that table <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle. Just here, do what you will. <laughs> I was like. Where the fuck did that come from? What Why is your whole set not like that? Right? <laughs> that, was, that was crazy. That's fucking sick. <laughs> As I always say, that's dumb. Realize I say that a lot. Yeah. Uh, anyways, this is uh, They Might Be Bronies, where we watch every episode of My Little Pony to decide if we might be bronies. Um, and today we watched, well, we didn't watch it today. We watched it recently. If I can get it pulled up. Episode... 14, suited for success, to which I was practical and correct. It was a rarity-centric episode. What did I say it was? Somebody was doing a job hunt or something? I think you said Apple Bloom and Granny Smith were going to go on a like adventure in a chocolate factory. 
Oh, it started with her like lending Apple Bloom a, an outfit uh, for her job interview or something like that. Uh, uh, maybe I did the Willy Wonka thing. I don't know. Maybe, but yeah, uh, close, but not what this was about. Yeah, no, it uh, wasn't close <laughs> at all. Uh, I will say this episode, like, I kind of cringed at the at the song. Really, I okay on on my second viewing, I actually enjoyed the song. Really, yeah. Uh, I, 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 the second viewing, I found it more digestible because I was like, okay, I know what we're kind of going for here. I know what the overall theme here is now, but the way it hits you the first watch through, she's just like singing about stitching their dresses and there's no rhyming scheme. Just none. Um, <laughs> I felt like I heard some rhyming words in there. I, you felt like you heard some in there. <laughs> The sign of a great song. Hey, man. I think I heard a rhyme or two. Hey, man, not every song needs to rhyme, man. How do that's you a, define a that's song? A poem. She just sang a poem. How do I define a song? Yeah. Got a slap. It didn't slap. It's got a slap. Good song slaps. No. I didn't say how do you describe a good song. I, how do you describe? Of course, a good song slaps. That's what slaps means. That's a fair point. <laughs> Um, I describe a song as being music with words that rhyme. <laughs> so three elements. <laughs> um, music with words that rhyme. Yeah. You, I mean, I'm not, am I not, am I wrong? Not all music has words though. Vivaldi didn't write words to his music. Uh that's fair, but they also didn't rhyme. Okay, I get it, you hippie. Music is just all about expression. Music is freedom, Music man. is everywhere. Fuck off, Bjork. Christ. I get it. You hear music in all things. You're so edgy and heady and better than all of us. Christ. Fuck yeah, I am. <laughs> mama, always, mama says that music is... <laughs> well, mama was wrong. <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> um anyways, this episode starts uh with us learning a very, very important piece of information, I think. Um Rarity has a cat. Do you remember the cat's name? I do not. I do. I wrote it down. What is it? It's Opal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have known that. Ellis has said that name before. <laughs> I, I, I felt like I, when I was watching it, I was watching with him. Like I told you, we had a little rough night with him. So I was yeah. a little half and I'm going, I'm going to be, I'm all TikTok famous now. So, you know, I don't have time. But. <laughs> I'm TikTok famous. I don't have time for you, Ellis. Is yeah. that why he was mad? Yeah. I was like, get away from me, weird kid. <laughs> God damn it. I got to fans. I got to hide security. I got to hire security <laughs> now. Can I get a restraining order on a five-year-old? Can I get a restraining order on my five-year-old son? <laughs> um, yeah, so I missed that. I, I couldn't remember. I was actually thinking, oh, I should go back and check and see if they named her because I, I feel like I know the name. Mm. But uh, yeah, Rarity's a cat person. Does it surprise you? Lives alone, makes dresses in a house. She's got the, She's like the only one with a big-ass house by herself, right? Yeah. Well, I guess because she has a shop underneath. But. Yeah. Yeah, no, for a while, I didn't really care about Rarity. But after this episode, I really like her. Really? And her having a cat is a big part of that. I fucking, I love <laughs> you cats. You like cat people. I like cat people, man. I mean, cat ponies. Yeah. I If I were to get a pet, I would not get a dog. I'd get a cat. 
Okay. You love dogs, though. Or a chinchilla. But you love dogs. I, I fucking love we, dogs. Every job we have. I'm, let me tell you something, listener. <laughs> Mikey in the morning is like a... How do you describe him? Uh, Difficult. Talking with Mikey in the morning is like getting hit by a bag of <laughs> bricks that's been dipped in like a shit like well, a well full of shit. And it just hits you right in the face. And then when you try and say something kind to it, it just keeps whacking on you, <laughs> wailing on you. Um, so it's not, it can't be that bad. No, no, he's not very much a morning person. I have some good mornings. <laughs> well, that's what I'm getting at is when we go to a job and someone's got a dog, you'll walk up with the angriest, I'm going to murder you, look in your eye. Uh, and then they'll, they'll open the door and a dog will come out and start jumping on you and like getting pets. And you immediately, it's like you freaking a switch turns and you go from like asshole, like, I don't know. I don't know. how. I don't bag of shit bricks. I don't know. You, the biggest prick in the world to like the sweetest. You're so excited. I'm so excited watching like, Oh, look, Mikey and a dog, you know, like <laughs> maybe I should get a fucking dog. Yeah. Seriously. Maybe you'll show up to work all happy every morning. Yeah. <laughs> what would you name your dog? Um, biscuit. No, you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't. That was just off the cuff, man. That was no. just the top of my head. I think you name it Clint. Why? After Hawkeye. No. Why not? I don't know. Hawkeye's cool, but he's not the best. Well, you're not going to name a dog like Iron Man. Why not? Touche. <laughs> <laughs> this is my dog, Iron, Iron Man. Man. <laughs> What's up? This is my dog, War Machine. <laughs> <laughs> This beagle, uh, his name is Iron Patriot. <laughs> I've got the entire Iron crew. This is, this is my Chihuahua Ultron. <laughs> this is Mach 5. This is Mach 6. <laughs> That's Mach 3. Um, what we were talking about the show. Um, yeah, we were so talking about Opal the Cat. Opal the Cat. Opal the Cat. Do you like this cat? Would you like to meet him? Um, or her? They didn't really say if it was a boy or girl. No, yeah, I don't know. Maybe this cat was like super cat, kind of cartoony though. Oh yeah, like at the very beginning, it opens with like Rarity just like in her element, right, making dresses, and, and she's with Opal, and she's just talking to Opal like, "Oh, we're going to Candlelot because uh, apparently the gala's back on again, or maybe it's the next year. I don't know because mm. we've already had a winter in the fall, and so like, is it the new year? I don't know. Two years from last one, something like that. I don't know." Uh, I feel like all of these episodes are just out of order. I think they're just not in order. I think you're right. Like, it's got to be one of those, like, well, grab bag of release. You know, you're going to release this beginning and end mm. of the season. Maybe, or maybe, like, it released in order and Netflix fucked it up. Fucking Netflix. Fucking Netflix. Uh, We're Stranger Things for Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking Umbrella Academy 3. I have been waiting. <laughs> no. And they let patient. the office go. Now you have to go stream on Peacock, the world's worst fucking... I don't think they let it go. I think NBC was like, we need this yeah. <laughs> to float. This is the only way we sell Peacock. <laughs> yes, more than six people can't watch it at the same time or the servers crash, but... <laughs> P people don't like SNL as much as we say they like SNL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The real world doesn't like SNL as much as you're supposed to like SNL. <laughs> That's the real crime of the media. <laughs> we need to get on this episode. What happened uh, yeah, in this episode? Okay, okay. So, uh, so I'm sorry. I'm going on a tangent because really, it's kind of a simple episode. Uh, when you sit and talk about it, it's like there's a there's an intro, there's a setup, there's 
this fucking song she sings. And then there's just a montage and then a, like a two scenes at the end. Right. Yeah. It kind of blows through. So I wasn't in too big of a hurry. Anyways, rarities in her element. Um, and she gets the cat somehow. She's like playing with the cat. The cat's meows. She goes, Oh, you want to help? Okay. Gives her a bunch of shit. And the cat's like balancing. Yeah. Like, trying to cat very much does not want to very cartoony. Do doesn't want to do it. Very grumpy cat. Opal the Grumpy Cat. Opal the Grumpy Cat. Uh, then we have the intro uh, music. And then uh, then we have her in her element. She's stitching. And Applejack and Twilight walk in. And I, if I remember correctly, Applejack's just like, Oh, well, shit, Twilight, what's going on, Rarity? And Twilight just like, Shh, she's stitching. She's stitching. Don't interrupt her. She's an artist. She's so fucking hot right now. Right? Like, just... <laughs> Completely stop. Like okay, so then there's she's stand- in her element. She's super hot when she's in her element. I'm, that rarity's so hot right now. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how that went down. You don't need to watch the episode if you listen to this. <laughs> if you've seen Zoolander, that's all you need. Um, did you not get the Zoolander? Quote? I didn't get yeah, the Zoolander. Get the Zoolander quotes, dude. Don't go on off another tangent. You just got on me for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So twi- you need to watch fucking Zoolander, dude. Again, yeah, I've watched the give fucking proper, movie. I get, yeah. I get the, I get certain quotes and jokes from it. You don't appreciate it. There's like, yeah, I don't. You need to give it a second go. Don't watch the second one. Don't waste your time. That's what I've heard. Yeah, don't, don't. It, Is it like Anchorman two? No, I liked Anchorman two. Really? Yeah, it's not that at all. It's like, it's the worst version of a sequel that you could fucking imagine. It's just bad. It's all rehashing of the same jokes done poorly in the same way. So it breaks the sequel rule. What's the sequel rule? Uh, sequels are inherently better films than the first one. <laughs> I get yeah. it. I get it. Our <laughs> arguments with Blake about this a lot. Actually, I don't think that's the. I think that's the exception <laughs> to the rule. No, that's the rule. Oh God. Yeah. I don't think about. You it. like Cars too? I haven't seen Cars too. Why not? It's better than the first one. I didn't you said. like. I didn't like Cars one. Oh well, this is your chance to love it. Wait till you hear about Cars 3. <laughs> um, but think about it. Godfather Part 2. Uh-huh. Empire Strikes Back. Uh-huh. The Matrix Reloaded. Okay. Um, what other sequels? Uh, Back to the Future Part 2. Way better than Back to the Future Part 1. I like that the list of this being the rule and not the exception includes, um, what else? <laughs> you named like four. Well, you want me to just name every sequel? Well, I don't. I'm just Iron Man Two. Is that better? Yes. Okay. Um, Jungle Book Two. I, I never saw Jungle Book Two. Okay. Yeah, I had a feeling. Uh, Little Mermaid Two. Never saw Little Mermaid yeah. Two. Yeah. Here we go. I'm starting to think. It, maybe it's a Disney thing. Although Marvel's Disney. Uh, anyways, I liked Thor: The Dark World more than I liked Thor. Uh, that's 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 the wrong thing though. <laughs> Fuck you! (laughs) (laughs) I really like Thor: The Dark World. It's so much fun. I don't think it's as bad as everyone gives it shit for. And and like fucking so much happens in that movie. Those characters grow so much. Can we get to the fucking our favorite show, (laughs) the pony one? Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the fucking ponies. I actually, you know, what's funny is I actually really, really, I I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Because the first time we watched it, it was like awkward. The first half. Yeah, but it it picks up. It does pick up. It it has a nice twist and change up at the end. Uh, So let's get to it because I don't even know what our timing is at you. So you keep an eye on that. Um, (coughs) We. We have Twilight and Applejack over Rarity's shoulder. Both like, what do you think she's doing? I don't know. She's fucking badass. Let's see. Like, I don't, And finally, Rarity's kind of getting irritated and turns to him. Can I 
help you with something. Just um, like that. Just like that. Impeccable. And Twilight uh, puts down a cum rack, I mean a dress <laughs> uh, that she had and <laughs> and basically said, hey, will you mend this for me? And it looks like, well, it looks like what I just called it. A cum it's, rack. It's, dis- it's just a nasty, gross, like doll dress yeah, or something. Yeah, like the buttons all fucking disheveled and shit. And the design and the color scheme. It looks like it's ugly. a nerdy Twilight library chick would like, she picked it and thought it was cute. But even her parents were probably like, you really want to wear that? You know what I mean? Um, and so uh, right away, Rarity being Rarity just because like, oh, God, no. Like, you can't wear that. I won't allow it. I'm going to make you a brand new fucking dress from scratch because you're embarrassing me if you're seen together with you wearing that. And I hate you for it. Yep. So um, spot on. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Twilight, of course, goes, I can't let you do that. And Rarity insists. So she goes, fuck it, okay. Uh, Rarity decides to make it. And then I don't exactly remember how it happens, but she just has this epiphany that she'll make uh, Applejack's dress as well. Yeah. Um, why not? Yeah, I'm not. I was just going to wear my work duds. And she's like, I will make your work duds look like, like fucking, uh, I don't know, platinum. Platinum cum rags? That's the one. So... <clears throat> She so she says she's gonna do that, and then I think this rainbow dash comes crashing in. And do they all show up? Yeah, they all show up. And there's like at the moment they all fucking show up. Pinkie Pie is there, flesh eye, and uh, and and Rarity has this epiphany that she's going to make all of them a dress for the gala, the grand galloping gala. Yes, and um, they're all like, sure, okay, fuck it, okay, whatever. And then what ensues is one of the greatest montage songs ever written. Just behind Matt Stone and Trey Parker's montage song. Montage. Excuse me. Need a motherfucking montage. Montage. Yeah, I'm going to hard disagree with you on that one. You don't like Matt Stone and Trey Parker's montage song? No, I love song? that song. It's saying that this is even close to that. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's just singing like, oh, stitching the dress and cutting things. Yeah. Making a dress. Okay, so what what happened? Okay, so the first time, because this comes in twice. So the first time that song comes on in, it's like, okay, that, that was kind of awkward and weird. Yeah. But then the second time The second time through, you're right. The montage works together because they're stopping and they're talking to the different ponies. And so I'll give you that. Upon rewatching, that's when I'm like, okay, the first one is playing a role. Okay. In so, the, well, the, in so the first song is just rarity making her glamorous dresses. Yeah, super uh, that, stoked on it because they're all yeah. like, you sure it's not going to be too hard for you? And she's like, no, it's not going to be fun. It's going to be great. And she I, sings her little montage. I do love that she like goes through each one and like, Twilight's got to be magical and mm. beautiful and like Rainbow Dash, sleek and sporty or whatever. And then it's like Pinkie Pie, pink. <laughs> like that's all she's got <laughs> like, for Pinkie Pie is pink. The candy. <laughs> she did a lot more than just pink. But yeah. in the song, she says... Pink. Like, that's her only descriptor <laughs> for it. Because I think that's all Rarity sees when she sees Pinkie you think Pie. So? It's just, you're, you're just, you're pink. You're pink. Uh, maybe. Uh, so we go through, she makes them all, and then the song ends, and she brings all of them into her, like, bedroom, I guess. She lives above her shop or something. And she's got all these beautiful gowns that she's made for all of them. It's very interesting that, they, that each, the, the dresses... Um, because you, you kind of imagine dresses for a horse. Like you don't, I mean, there's not, I'm sure there's people that have made clothes for horses, but when you think of a dress on a horse, you just think of like a horse and I I guess just a dress hanging off them or like a kilt or something. Yeah. But 
they don't do that. These kind of lift and they have these, this style. They're very chic. Um, I don't know. Kind of a clever imagining. It's thought out well. Yeah, of how you would... like. It seems like they had to get someone, a proper designer or yeah. something to design them, which is... I, that's kind of a cool element. I think they're cute. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, they all cover their cutie marks, though. Well, the designs <laughs> of the dresses like kind of accentuate their cutie marks. They reflect them, yes. I agree. Is accentuate the right word for that? What's accentuate mean? Uh, like accentuate you know <laughs> what does it mean like it doesn't that mean like to like i think you used it in the right way god damn it michael <laughs> hold on we're gonna look up what accentuate means accentuate. if you want to hang on for just a moment wait i feel like i use that way too often in normal conversation yeah. here we go to stress or emphasize yeah so they kind of emphasize the yes. cutie marks yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Used. I told you, used it right. Yeah. I hate, don't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> <laughs> they try to explain how to. I know how to use it. Okay. Don't know what it means. Um, but uh, yeah, they it does. They they definitely accentuate their personalities very well. However, the girls don't think so. No, not at uh, all. They their fucking, reaction is they fucking hate them all. They get disgusted. Uh, looks right on their off faces. the bat. Right off the bat. Fuck y'all, bitches. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. Yeah. We already spent all this time making y'all a fucking dress. You, it doesn't matter what it looks like. She, you know that she's a fucking dress designer. It's like if, if Hugo Boss... off. Well, maybe... I don't know if that's... Didn't they work for the Nazis? Maybe I shouldn't use that one. But. Maybe that's why <laughs> certain bronies like the show so much. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Who, who's Hugo Boss? Is the, the designer and... Of course. Clothing. Of course. I, I believe... Didn't Hugo Boss make the Nazis uniforms, though? I don't... It's... Maybe? maybe that's a maybe that's just a rumor. I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you have some like designer, like was your friend and offered to make you an outfit for a, an event, like I don't know, I'm, I'm gonna be like, a, you're a fucking known designer or whatever. Like, yeah, sure, I don't care, dude. It's badass. I don't get it, but it's badass. You know what I mean? Like, okay, wait a second, because now I'm thinking about what Nazi uniforms look like. They're pretty sleek. Is with, that what you're saying? With the fucking tall boots and shit. It looks like the kind of shit a fashion designer fucking made. Uh, yeah, it does. Let's see. I'm searching it now. Ugo Ferdinand Boss. Oh, dang. It sounds like a fucking Nazi. He was an active member of the Nazi party as early as 1931 and remained loyal to the Nazi ideology throughout the duration of the party's existence. It doesn't say if he actually made their uniforms, though. Huh. I wouldn't be surprised. Why is it still so popular? Then? <laughs> like, fuck that. That kind of irritates me because I use their cologne. <laughs> fuck. I need to stop that. Yeah. Um, I don't anyways, know, dude. I drive a fucking Volkswagen. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, you're pretty much a Nazi now. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's what Boston friends said. <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting a Jetta, and they're like, you know, you know, Jettas are German, right, Mikey? <laughs> they love fucking with you. It's so fun. Uh, what was, anyways, uh, yeah, so if like fucking someone, the designer's making me an outfit, I, I don't question it because I don't know enough about design. Right. It's like, fuck you, Twilight. If everyone, you're like, oh, I know a perfect magic spell for this, and everyone's like, uh, you don't know magic spells for this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can do it better. Like, no, they fucking can't. Sorry, I'm just irritated that they fucking were so pissy. 
towards their outfits. Yeah. Um, so Rarity, being Rarity, generous as she is, decides that she's going to remake them all for them uh, in the way they want. And then that's where we began this secondary montage. Uh, it looks like you have some notes on this. Yeah. Well, uh, there was a scene that I thought was really funny. In the montage? In the montage. Okay. And uh, it's the Fluttershy scene. Oh, yeah. Where uh, she's like weirdly good at sti understanding st yeah. stitches and fashion. But Rarity's like pushing her for the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, tell me what you really think. Tell me what you really think. Please stop asking me that. As she's backing into a fucking wall. Yeah. And then she's just like, lays up. You used a back stitch here when you should have used a forward stitch. And you yeah. used it like, just like, like oh, why, how does she know so fucking oh, much? Fuck. By the way, she kind of, in this whole episode, even when she's like, oh, it's nice maybe because of her kind demeanor like all of it struck me as the most passive aggressive mm. of all the pony <laughs> you know what i mean like oh no it's great do you love it or do you like it like both yeah you know, like she just wants to be nice that's I all guess. she wants she doesn't want to be shitty yeah yeah fucking buttershy i think she's just buttershy yeah remember last episode oh, all right yeah yeah she's I think she's got some damage. That's why. It's, what's going on, man? <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, interesting montage. Yeah, we go through all these, all of them again, and uh, all the dresses she's making for him, and we're seeing each one. Rainbow Dash is like, she's like, "What's wrong with it? I don't know. Just make it cooler." Mm. Like, okay, how do you want it cool? Just make it cooler. Yeah, <laughs> she's super cool while she's doing it, not really paying attention. Yeah. It's like, oh, whatever, dude, just fucking just do it, okay? And then Pinkie Pie with like add balloons and streamers yeah. and <laughs> Pinkie Pie. I wrote down because Pinkie Pie was actually the most aggressive. Yeah, actually, because she's she just says, sitting there, oh, it's got to be with lollipops and and balloons. Do it. <laughs> yeah, and everybody says, "Are you sure? Says, Whose dress is this?" <laughs> like, damn, Pinkie Pie. Fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Twilight gets all hung up on the constellations. Um, I think her dress ends up being the worst of all of them, to be honest. She yes. looks like a fucking snail or something. <laughs> She's got little <laughs> stars on springs know. on her she, head. The, I, I kind of like like the way the robe just kind of completely covers her. Yeah, she just completely, just a little hermit. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like something she'd like on her own, yeah. Uh, I do like that they all recognize that they all fucked up, but... Yeah, uh, Applejack just like more practical galoshes. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Uh, and who am I thinking? Fluttershy doesn't really. Just, aside from the stitching, Fluttershy doesn't give her too much shit. Yeah, uh, she's just kind of rude. But yeah, so poor Rarities. Like you see her, main, her hair is getting all ratted up, and she's like clearly stressed and hasn't showered in a week, and um, just hustling her ass off and they're all being fucking bitches about it yeah well uh, she pushed them to be bitchy she did she did uh they they would have if she just you know there's something to that about generosity too because she knows that they were good she was confident aren't they the greatest thing you've ever fucking seen i love it i did so good on these and then the reality is if she stuck to her gut when they're like oh no it's good we like them whatever like she like make them better no we'll keep them like okay well i i think that you're gonna like these you know what i mean she could have mm. stuck to her gut yeah and then when they got to the gala or this fashion show they probably been like holy shit rarity's right you know what i mean but rarity suffered her own pride at the expense of, of being generous to them right so yeah that's and I, that's obviously what the problem was so so so, so rarity matches generosity which is her fucking role in all of this yeah unlike fucking rainbow dash <laughs> who is loyal to only herself yeah the most loyal fucking cheater in the world <laughs> yeah 
No, exactly. She's actually exemplifying the the quality that is hers is mm-hmm. the fault in this episode that she's contending with. I think that's a good good idea. That's good writing. Yeah. Um, not like that she's just not being the thing that she's supposed to represent in this magical, like infinite history of the ponies way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and she is it to a fault. And that's what makes the uh the second half of the montage the song a lot better is like all of a sudden there's this huge focal point and they're explaining that story. Well, and the, the words do kind of shift. Mm. She's like stay it's stitching. It, it kind of shifts from a, a, a feeling of like, I'm the song is kind of saying I'm doing this for twilight or whatever to like making this for twilight or to make twilight happy. You yeah. know, like lyrically it kind of shifts. That was that was pretty good too. So I, I do I did grow in a lot of appreciation. I still feel weird the second time watching the first song. Like it kind of uh, comes out of nowhere. Yeah, it really does. I think that's it's very the big early thing. in the episode that song comes in. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, we we finish the montage and they all see the dresses and Rarity's like you know cockeyed and fucking heap in a corner. Mm. You know, uh, but they love them. They're very excited. Uh, and as they're excited, <laughs> I think before they come in, Rarity even says to Opal like. I think these are the worst dresses I've ever made. <laughs> and Opal's hissing at them and like swatting them at them. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty cute. And then, so they're all excited. Oh, they're musical. They're, they're amazing. They're beautiful. And then Spike knocks down the door, announces, do you guys know Hoity Toity? You know, which is, you know, the mate that she says the, the, the famous fashion was he? Was he? He's a fashion. He's a fashion designer. Designer in, in Canterlot. Like he is one of my new favorite characters. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, well, he heard about your show and he wants to come down here. And then I think he says something about, well, I told him or something like that. It's like, so that's, that sparks this whole thing that she's going to be with. But, but real quick, what is what the fuck is Spike? A baby dragon. No, I got that. I mean, like, we've seen him. He's been like, oh, he's gone. We assume he's on a spy mission, mm-hmm. right? When they're doing the worst episode in the world. And then, like, here, it's like, he just, he was just told his pal, like the, the hoity-toity, the top fashion designer to come check this out. Like, I don't know. I'm like, that's... Dude, okay, no, but... Spike when you, got pull? Yeah, dude. Spike is like... Spike writes notes for the fucking princess. Yeah, but like, does that so, mean Twilight could have like just called him up in a second and got him there and she chose not to? No, because <laughs> Twilight's different. Because Spike is, as much as Spike is around doing his like little scribing shit for Twilight, he's Uh doing that as much for Princess Celestia, right? He is. And well, he's always up there and talking to her and shit. He is? Yeah. So he probably takes like super secretive notes for Celestia when she's doing her like fucking shady princess shit. (laughs) You think he's got like blackmail on Celestia? No, I think he's just in the inner circle. I think so too. I think it seems like he's fucking higher up. Then we realize <laughs> it's weird. Just like, yo, hoity toity, it's me, Spike Dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't or, know. Okay. Or maybe there's this because the intro to this fashion show is one of my favorite fucking moments of the episode, or might be my favorite moment of the episode. Uh-huh. And Spike is super into it. So maybe Spike just knows him because Spike is also. Very enraptured by the fashion culture. Maybe. Maybe Spike's just got flair. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. So we see our first DJ pony. Yeah, that the was the beginning sick. of this. Like, we have a DJ. And then I love that, again, we were starting to get this, like, insight or this, like, 
view beyond Ponyville, this like Middle Earthy kind of thing. Like, because Hoity Toity is not. He doesn't even strike me as a Canterlot horse. Mm. This Canterlot's like, oh, the castle and the loving people and whatever. And then Ponyville's like this. And this dude shows up with fucking sunglasses and like the the whole like collar and the flair yeah. of a metropolitan fashion designer. Yeah. Uh, and with him comes or is in Ponyville a fucking fucking laser shows and giant stage and, and DJs and yeah. It's very out of nowhere, I feel like. It's fun. And then so the girls all take the stage uh, in front of the designer. Rarity's terrified out of her mind. Uh, they all go out together right into the middle of the stage and they get laughed at, right? Yeah. Yeah. They get laughed well, they at. Don't, not at first, but as they're walking out and they start seeing all of the people yeah. and they look at themselves and each other, they realize, they realize like we're fucking idiots. We look fucking ridiculous. I love that image. Like, cause Twilight's like looks around and she's got little stars on like springs on her head and her like cloaks just covering her whole body. Yeah. And she just looks around realizing everyone's laughing. And she just kind of goes, I think we made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad she caught it. I thought that it would have been like rainbow dash or something. Cause she's, I imagine she'd be the most afraid of being embarrassed. Yeah. Cause she's so fucking selfish. Yeah. So <laughs> and the, the fact that they realize it right off the bat. Uh, do you remember? Did you write a description on all the terrible dresses? No. No, I did not. I didn't really have much either. I, the one I remember most is Rainbow Dash. She looked like a fucking Olympian. Yeah, like a like, but like a robotic Olympian yeah. or something. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Pinkie Pie's just covered in fucking balloons and shit. Um, <clears throat> like we said, Twilight is a uh, like hermit creature. I'm trying to think. Well, uh, Applejack's just—I mean, she's got big ass boots and a hat. Looks awkward. Yeah. Anyways, looks fucking ridiculous. Right off the bat, Hoity Toity's like, "This is fucking terrible." Oh my You're the god! Worst. I want to kill myself after this. And um. Oh, and then like he claps his hand so that like two assistant ponies come and fuck him in his eyes. Yeah, they fucked him right in the eye. <laughs> and uh, that was the end of Hoity Toity. The end of the episode, right there. Yep, All right, y'all, thanks for joining us My for another episode. little pony. <laughs> no, uh, so, yeah, and then they, for some reason, who is responsible for this? And poor Rarity has to go out with her head down, yeah. feeling like shit. Um, so then we cut to, that was a terrible night for them, obviously. We cut to Rarity in a robe in her room, just sulking, mm. um, which I thought was kind of funny. She's got a bathroom to sulk in. Uh and they're, they're like knocking and they're like, hey, Rarity, come on. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Um, did I fucking write anything? Oh, by the way, we missed the, uh, you. we missed, because uh, Hoity Toity's sitting there and he's looking at all their outfits and he's like, oh my God, it looks like everything's in there except for the kitchen sink. Oh, yeah. And then it cuts to Rarity pushing, <laughs> pushing the, kitchen the kitchen sink. sink. Behind her, <laughs> oh, like, shit was- amongst this shit, she thought a sink would be. Yeah, yeah. that was a good bit. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, no, the breakdown's fucking great. Yeah, she's losing it. They're trying to get in. She's like, "Oh, my life is ruined. I'll never work in this town again." And then she's talking about like. She I'm gonna wallow in whatever ponies wallow yeah. in. Do wa- do ponies wallow in pity? <laughs> well, she says something about like I'm gonna have to 
be a recluse. And I don't know what she say. She says, "Do you have to? Do you have to move to? Do you remember that? Ah, oh, fuck. What'd she say? It's like uh, I'm gonna have to banish myself or something like that. Oh, do I have to move to to banish myself? I don't remember. Uh, but anyways, they they finally get her out. I think they they really realize what happened, and and she. They cut scene or something, but she she hears Opal in the tree outside. Yeah. And she uh, looks, Opal, Opal's freaking the fuck out. <laughs> she rushes outside uh, to save Opal, and surprise, surprise, Rainbow Dash is up in the tree. She's got him, uh, or her. I don't know what Opal is. But uh, all the friends... Have, do cats have genders? I'm fucking... That was a dumb joke. Let's move on. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> all her friends are there and they present her with uh, her design for her dress that she never made because she was making all their terrible dresses. Yeah. Uh, and thank you, <laughs> like they say, thanks to Fluttershy's freaky knowledge of stitching, we were yeah. able to make it just the way you did it. And they make an exact replica of her off her design. And, and then she's very excited and she forgives them and, and everything's happy. And, oh, but I'll never work in this town again. You yeah. Know, blah, blah, blah. And they tell her, like, the dresses you made were obviously amazing, and we fucked up, we fucked you, and we fucked over. That's a phrase? Yep. Okay. Fuck, so, fucked over. They fucked over. <laughs> so uh, I'll be never working this town again, and like, oh, or will you, or whatever, and hoity-toity's there. I haven't got all day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we go into the show, and he gets a personalized fashion show. Of the rest, original dresses. Yes. Yeah, so the rest the rest of the town apparently gets to think of it as just sees the trashy shit. He gets to see the good shit. Um, and I thought it was cool that uh, apparently some of Rarity's magic is is fucking fashion show magic, which was pretty badass. Like, yeah. you give a little magical intro, like with the changing the scene, like putting you in the thing and then arriving on the stage. It was hard to explain. Uh, it only really works on TV, I guess. Yeah. But uh, that was cool. And right off the fucking bat, Hoity Toity is sold. Yeah, blown like, the fuck there's away. There's no way this is the same designer, mm. right? And um, sure enough, we see all of the dresses. They look great. All the ponies, like, you know, looking good in them. Um, somehow Pinkie Pie managed to eat some of the imaginary candy that Rarity makes appear. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was fucking great. <laughs> That's such she a Pinkie Pie thing to do. Um, and yeah, so he loves them. Loves them, and, and he wants to buy... Uh, to what twelve of each or something like yeah. that, and he wants and, to display them. And I know nothing of pony fashion, but I feel like those were sleeker and cleaner and just overall better than the bullshit they all wanted. Yeah, and I, that's, I think so. And that's the real lesson of this episode: <laughs> is it's not about what you want because what you want is bullshit. It's about what other people want for you. No, I don't like that. That's dumb. Yes. It's about, it's not about what you want for yourself. It's about standing up for what you believe in. It's about not being steamrolled by your friends by trying to appease them. No, it's about appeasing your friends. It's about peasing. It's about peeing. Peeing on your friends. It's about peeing on it's your about friends. Peeing on your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think that was pretty much it. He orders a bunch and, and Twilight writes to Celestia, dear Celestia, we learned shit today about not being shitty. Yeah. And that, that was pretty much the episode. I mean, I don't really, am I missing anything? 
Uh, let me check my notes. Holy toy, he's dope. He wore sunglasses the whole time. Did you notice? Yeah, because he's dope. Yeah, pretty dope. Um, I want because we didn't really talk about the intro at all. That was really my favorite moment. Which with the opal with the fashion show. Where it's like the fucking 90s music, the fucking 90s club music starts playing and shit. In the proper fashion show or rarities? In the proper fashion show. And like you get the silhouette of Spike with a white background. It's like, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, fucking welcome to this bullshit that we're doing for you. Yeah. And then like the silhouette stays as the audience phases. Another another indicator that he's got fucking connections. Yeah. He gets to fucking host. He just came to town with fucking Twilight. He's her little fucking bitch, and she but, he gets to just... But then in the last episode, he was just announcing with a fucking stick. Yeah, <laughs> right? He doesn't have a megaphone. Well, and also, remember Rarity... Or Why Pinkie doesn't P- Spike have a fucking megaphone? Well, how about the fact that Pinkie Pie announced the race with a megaphone? Like, not a megaphone, a cone. Yeah. An amplification cone on a, on a hot air balloon. No technology. And then this is a whole fucking electric... Like, you know what I mean? Like this big electric show and amplification and sound design and all this stuff is mixed into it. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you liked this episode. I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say your jars, you got, you starting to cover the bottom there? Um, yeah, no, the- <laughs> <laughs> enough to cover the bottom. Yeah, no, this, this, uh, I can get a, this, this episode left it with a little bit of a swirl in there. A swirl, you know, like a little. There's like enough you peed in it a little bit too. No, like was there blood in? You, you should get that looked at. You don't have blood in yours. <laughs> Are you okay? Am I okay? <laughs> I, I think so. Should I be concerned? I don't have any blood in my cum. <laughs> Oh, yeah, dude, you should go to a doctor and get that oh, checked damn. out. Okay. Hey, thanks for letting me know, dude. Yeah, no, I friends. don't want something to be wrong. Friends, look out for friends, man. I got your back. <laughs> will you Will you look at it for me? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Only, only in the jar. Only in the jar. Send me a pic of the jar. Yeah. Oh, man. Did you, uh, what, how full is your jar now? Uh, still just a couple drops. I don't know. It's been a couple. These last few episodes. A couple drops of blood. No blood. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, the I don't know. It seems to me like the last, there's been a lot of episodes that you seem to like a little bit more than me. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm enjoying this. Uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I think you're starting to like this show, dude. Okay, because like Thomas and Shelby FaceTime me to be like, hey, we're expecting. And I'm like, awesome. And they told me this really rad way. They like. Because uh, Shelby does stitching, and so uh-huh. she stitched uh, the alien busting through a stomach. Nice. From the movie. From the movie Alien. alien. And um, have you seen that movie? Yes. Fantastic movie. I love all of the Alien movies. Okay. Alien's way better than Alien, by the way. Reinforcing the sequel rule. Okay. Um, haven't and, seen that one. Well, you should. It's better than okay. the first. Continue, it's please. It's got Bill Pullman okay. in it. Uh-huh. That's where you get the famous line, like, they mostly come at night. Mostly. Okay. So Shelby and Thomas told you. <laughs> Shelby and Thomas are expecting. And I was sitting there talking to Thomas. I'm like, have I told you about they might be brownies? 
And he's like, oh, yeah, I think because I haven't talked to him in a few months because they've had a lot of shit going on. Sure. And um, they're making babies. Yeah. He was filling her jar, if you know what I mean. Apparently, they are both very, very fucking potent. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I hope they don't mind that I just do that shit out on a <laughs> yeah. fucking podcast. Now, what if someone that they didn't want to tell listens to our show? Oh, they posted about it on Instagram. They just didn't post how potent they are. Oh. Uh, fer- fertile. Anyways. Potent's a good word for it. Personal personal information about my friends that may or not may or may not they want out there. Um what the fuck was I talking about? Uh, oh yeah, I was talking about they might be this is a long story. I, yes. I can't tell short stories. I'm aware. Um Thomas was like I told him about it and he's like, Yeah, I think you're a brony. Has he been listening? No. Oh. No, he's just like, I know you. I, I think you're a brony. <laughs> you know you. That was kind of my reaction. Was like <laughs> when we had the idea for this, mm-hmm. I was like, this is why this idea for this show is perfect. Because Mikey's gonna be like, eh, I don't care, I don't care. And then we're gonna get through season one, and he's gonna be like, the show kind of fucking rules. <laughs> Cause he likes fucking I, everything. I like everything. <laughs> Fucking, you Do you think a- you're becoming a brony? No. You, you just think you're starting to fill a jar more than you thought you would. Yeah, my okay. jar's a little more full than I thought it'd you be. You just can't see the bottom. You can't you can't wipe the bottom with your finger anymore. Um, or a tongue. Yeah, like not a ton. <laughs> like, wait, did you say a ton yeah, or a tongue? tongue? <laughs> um, yeah, no. You, there's a good. There's a there's a layer. Oh, a layer. No, no, that's not the right well, word. Well, I mean, it's thin enough that you can still see through it's it, It's like right? a skim layer. Oh, okay. So, like, if you left it on the sun, it might dry out. Exactly. Okay, gotcha. Well, that's a lot of fun information. Thanks, Mikey. I wonder how long till this all this jizz talk gets old. <laughs> Fucking, I'm 30 years old. And it's still and not it old? And it is not old yet. <laughs> and... <clears throat> Fuck, man. And fuck, man. Anyways, we should wrap up. Thanks for joining us for another episode. The, the next episode that we're going to be watching here in a second uh, is episode 15. It's called Feeling Pinky Keen. Feeling Any, any pinky thoughts on what that might be? Keen. I mean, obviously, I it's a pinky pie. clue what that means. It's got to be a pinky pie episode. Yeah. Feeling okay. Pinky keen. Feeling pinky Keen, maybe uh, it's like a uh, a body swap episode. Oh, that's fun! So it's like somebody switches body with Pinkie Pie, and so they learn what it's like to pee Pinkie Pie for a day, and they're feeling Pinky. Like somebody's like Pinkie Pie, you wouldn't know what it's fucking like to be me, and she's like, I'm sure I wouldn't know because Pinkie Pie's fucking rad and shit. Yeah, sure. And then they're all like, Fuck <clears throat> you, Pinkie Pie, and then they switch bodies. Like I could be you better than you could be me, and they switch bodies. And you're like, Oh fuck, it's really hard to be a fucking a beautiful idiot. Oh. I think it's about her becoming a germaphobe and like secluding bubble boying herself in her in her house and never leaving and all her friends having to convince her that like life is worth living. It's feeling pinky keen. I know, but I, I hear clean in my head and that's what I think it is. I I have no other ideas. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I mean, what Hey dude, I you I like your idea. I'd watch that episode. Yeah, Pinkie Pie becomes a recluse. <laughs> she like totally does the Howard Hughes thing. So yeah. it's like touching everything with Kleenex and Pinkie pissing Pie, in jars. What's in all those jars? <laughs> That's my urine. <laughs> I put my pee in there. The way of the future. The, the way, way of, of the future. future. The way of the future. <laughs>
I would watch the <laughs> shit out of that Seriously. episode. I just want to see a remake of The Aviator starring Pinkie Pie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We got to get on the phone with whoever owns My Little Pony. Uh, Twilight. Jet engines. That's the future. <laughs> <laughs> got to go fast. Got to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking Sonic. Uh, <laughs> if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> Just do all these different quotes and attribute to Howard Hughes. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go. All right. Um, <laughs> let's do some plugs here and then get out of here. You can follow me on Twitter at Matt Rodolfi. I am also on TikTok at Matt Tango, where apparently I have interesting content now. Maybe. I don't know. Who I, don't cares? Know. I always thought your content was kind of interesting. Oh, kind of. So you can follow me there at Matt Tango. Uh, I also do another, episode, another show with our other co-host, Blake Sweet, called Family Records, where we watch... Wow, I'm really getting confused. I almost did a part <laughs> where we watch every episode. No, I do uh, family records where we drink whiskey and tell family stories and uh, interview people about their family stories, which is a lot of fun. Uh, we also do Ford Tango, which will drop at some point in our lifetime. And I'll leave the other one for you. What do you got to plug? Hi, uh, I want to plug at Fat Tango Productions on Instagram. I want to plug at Fat Tango Podcast on Twitter. And I want to plug... Fat Tango presents scripted audio comedy written by, written and produced by me, Matt, Blake, and Ellis. It's it's a fun show, and if you like the humor on this show, boy <laughs> howdy, let me tell you. If you didn't get enough cum jokes here, <laughs> if you just boy, kinda, we got news for you. <laughs> if you ever wanted to, oh boy, I wonder what it's like for somebody to jizz on a door. <laughs> what that would sound like. If you ever want to know what a porcupine sitcom would be like. <laughs> <laughs> that's the weird shit we do there. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, I guess that's it. Uh, well, thanks for hanging out again, y'all. We'll see you next week with another episode. Until then, we are about to go watch episode 15, Feeling Pinky Keen. We'll tell then. We'll talk to you next time. Okay, bye. Later. This has been a Fat Tango production.